following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Thursday, December 12th, 2019, season 15, episode number 98. Welcome to another edition of The Break. We're live. We're in the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. You all right, Nick? Yes. All right. You got that look on your face like you're in deep thought. Got no. something good for us? No. <laughs> I'd be in deep thought, but I don't have not a That's not a great way to start the show. Right. You're supposed to that always say yes. That was pretty honest for once. I know, right? <laughs> you're supposed to say, yeah, I got something really good for you. Interesting stat. Okay. Throwing it out there? Yeah. Throw it out there. You know, that in the last 30 years, they've cut a kicker in midseason five times. Okay. Made the playoffs four times. Mmm. Wow. Mmm. The other time was nine and seven. Missed it on the last week of the season. That sounds more likely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, as bad as things are, and they're pretty bad. It's pretty interesting. Weird stat. Mm-hmm. If you were going to bet... If you were going to bet right now on playoffs or no playoffs, what would you pick? No. I think I'd Probably still say yes. I think I'd still say yeah. I think I still say yes. Not because they're good, but just because of how little you have to do to make the playoffs right now. Yeah, but it's I will say this. I will say so this. Somebody's got to be I'm glad it's not me for a change. I would definitely still say yes, but I would be barely saying yes like I would be like, "Yeah, Maybe they could. Maybe okay. they won't. I, okay. just, I don't know. I would let's, say yes, but do they win that playoff game? No. No, 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 no. no. But yeah, I don't think anybody's yeah. necessarily saying that. Let's get like to that. that but they... but what, what do y'all see? Like, how, how does it work? It's only three games, so we can break it down. Like, I, I think they got. I think they win the two NFC East team. I, yeah. I see the Eagles up there? I see an Eagles team that is beyond banged up. And you heard Alshon Jeffries now on IR. So they're not getting him back. They got they got not a lot to work with. Yeah. I don't know where Lane Johnson's at, but he's not at 100%. They're going to sign Dez. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And what is he going to – like, at this point, it's not that Dez couldn't nah, help somebody, but come in in week 15 yeah. and all of a sudden be ready to – He keeps saying like, on Twitter that he's ready. I don't know. He's ready to go. I believe it when I see it. I, mean, I don't I just, know if he's ready And that's ready not about that. Dez. That's just about anybody. Yeah. Anybody stepping that hasn't played football in how yeah. long? Like that's yeah. just yeah coming off an Achilles. By the way, that's the last time he was on the field was when he rushed his Achilles. Yeah, the Eagles are banged up, and the one thing Jason Garrett is actually pretty good at is winning in the NFC East. The the Redskins, obviously. I know. I mean, they they're playing better. They pushed Green Bay the other day, but I I mean, I still think the Cowboys can beat them at home. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, the Redskins can definitely win this Sunday against the Eagles too. Like sure, true. Washington. Actually, Washington's been playing a lot better here yeah. these last couple weeks since their coaching change. I think. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I don't see any way the Cowboys win this game. Not really. No, I can't come but up. But that's with the a, thing is taking an L. Tomorrow. They do not have to. If Darren Woodson comes <laughs> back, you know, and plays, maybe so. But uh, I don't think he heard you. As that's people may mean. not have seen that he was just walking by. Darren Woodson. That's the great thing about working studio. in this building. Like just randomly, it's people like a just center commercial. Yeah, sometimes. people just walk past. Like I'll be sitting in my office, and all of a sudden, Roger Staubach will walk by, and it's like, oh, that was just Roger See, that, Staubach. You know, that, that's it's, cool. it's cool. But it is cool. What's weird is when you're just sitting there and you and you look up, and then Rowdy goes by on a skateboard or something like that. Yeah. You're like, or Jason, okay. or Jason, yeah, on a skateboard. Yeah, 
Now that <laughs> now we would all love to see that. Noteworthy. We would love to see that. Yeah. All right, let's jump into this. Let's talk about some injuries. Catch up on uh, where this team is with regards to injuries. There were two guys that did not practice yesterday. Sean Lee with a pec and thigh injury. Uh, or injuries, and Leighton Vandresh, who we'd already talked about with the neck injury. Talk to me about Sean. How serious is this? Because, I mean, obviously, if Leighton's probably not going to play, then you certainly are, are really hard-pressed to figure out what you're going to do if Sean Lee also can't play. I don't think it's that serious. Sean, I mean, you know, Sean is Sean. His, we know all about his injury history. We know all about how the coaches prefer to manage him to keep him fresh. I'm sure he's banged up, but he was he was upbeat in the locker room yesterday. He was talking as if he's going to play. He was out of practice today. Not practicing, but rehabbing with Britt Brown in his uniform, kind of getting himself right. I think it's... Like I said, I'm, I'm sure he's dealing with something, but I think it's more maintenance than he might not play. All right. So there were a, there's a whole litany of guys that were limited, though. Any of these guys concern you? Michael Bennett, Lyle Collins, Jeff Heath, Byron Jones, Chris Jones, Zach Martin, Tony Pollard, Antoine Woods. I'll speak to Pollard. I saw him return a kickoff just now um, at practice. He's good. All right. Good to go. Jeff Heath concerns me. Like, his shoulders are... He's in rough shape. Like, kudos to him for giving it a go, but there's no way he feels good. When a, when a safety has bum shoulders, that seems like a huge problem because mm-hmm. your job is to tackle. It's like a linebacker. And I would assume every time he makes a tackle, it's extremely painful, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that, that's where you get the impact. That's where you hit your yeah, body first. That's. Well, I was just talking about this with another writer, and look, I mean, look, I get it. The team's bad. I don't, and these guys make a lot of money. I don't expect you to f- spend a ton of time feeling sorry for them. But at this point in the season, the stuff these guys do to be out there is nothing short of incredible. I mean, you know, Demarcus Lawrence played half a season with a torn labrum. Jeff is doing something similar right now. Tyrone Crawford has played through stuff like that. Uh, A lot of these guys are in a lot of pain. And, you know, like I I said, they're paid well to do it, but it doesn't make it less impressive that they can. Yeah. But um, Chris Jones. Uh, is there any concern there? Obviously, your punter, you don't just have backup punter sitting around. He's also your holder. Is there any concern with his injury? Well, we'll find out. I mean, with if, if there's concern here, then they're going to go sign someone. So I, I, if they if they don't do that, like I, I don't expect that to happen. I don't expect them to bring anyone in. Because if, if they were concerned, they would have to bring someone in like this week to try yeah. to – at least on the practice squad or something, right? Yeah. The, I mean, the fact that – and he was out there today. I mean, okay. the fact well, that it's already Thursday. That's what I'm saying. The fact that there really, if there hasn't been any movement on that front by Thursday afternoon, that's, that's that not tells for, you something. Let's not forget the NFL is, you know, really cracking down on injury report. Like if you wasn't on it and all that. I mean, it, it just makes more sense to put everybody on it that you possibly can because if you don't want a situation like what happened to the Lions where you kind of something creeps up quick and then you put it on and then it's like, wait, why wasn't he on there? So yeah. you just. I mean, I'm not saying these guys aren't banged up, but I think any of the slightest thing is going to put you on the list. Yep. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take an early first break. When we come back, um, before we get to our scouting report, which Dave's going to give us on the Rams' defense, I want to talk about the Pro Bowl voting. Today is the last day for Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl voting, and I want to toss out, oh my God. I want to toss out a couple names, you guys, can't wait. to see what your thoughts are on whether uh, the Cowboys will have any guys representing this team in the Pro Bowl or should have guys representing this team in the Pro Bowl. We'll do that when we come back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. 
I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, download the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Back to the break. Welcome back. It is the second segment of The Break Live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Pro Bowl. And we I know have to. We do have to talk about it. This is the final day of fan voting, so if you feel inclined <laughs> as a listener to go out and fill out your ballot, then take your time to go out and fill out the ballot. But I did want to throw out some names to you guys um, and get your opinions as to whether you think they should or will uh, make the Pro Bowl. All right, two so different some, things. Yeah, they two, are, and and, two, I, and so when I throw out the name, I want you to tell me whether you think they should, okay. and whether you think they will, because I do think a lot of these will have different answers on should and will. Okay, right? uh, let's talk first about Tyron Smith. Should, will. I'm still going to say should, yeah. and will. Okay, and I think that's a testament to how how good Tyron Smith is. That this hasn't been. A phenomenal season for him by any stretch and he he's I would I mean he's definitely one of the best three left tackles in the NFC I was about to ask how many games has he missed I have isn't he I mean okay you got you got Bakhtiari in Green Bay mm-hmm. uh you got which I've seen him this year have some shaky moments you got Armstead in New Orleans he's dealt with injuries missed two games missed two games I mean he's had no, some penalties time, time. yeah you know yeah. he's had some penalties he's given up some sacks I'm gonna try to tell you he's He's been at its best. I still think he's one of the best two or three tackle, left tackles in the NFC. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's a testament to how freakishly good he is that you know this is a down year for him because the vast majority of teams would take this season in a heartbeat. Yep. So we're all saying should and will. See. Perfect. <laughs> we should have made this a see or no. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Zach Martin. Should and will. Mm-hmm. See. Still playing at a really see high level despite yeah. injuries. I, again, still one of the best handful of guards in football. Again, yeah. and it goes down to like if you follow boxing and you're the champ, mm-hmm. 
you don't just get like some split decision and, and take the title. I mean, you're going to have to really beat them. And so who is better than – I mean, Zach Martin and Tyron Smith are two guys that are – I mean, they're, they've been holding the belts for a long time. And again, so think of – come I mean, in and really beat them. And, like Quentin Nelson might be a better guard than Zach Martin. He's in the AFC. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it in terms of right. conferences too. All right. Yep. All right, let's move on. Amari Cooper. Um, Shh. Ooh. That's – Will. That, that's one of those – I'll say Will. That's one of those ones where, like, we're in the bubble so much that I can't even – like, I'm, I, w- I was about to say should. I think he's had a really good year, but how does he stack up? I mean, Mike Thomas is going to make it. Chris Godwin should make it. I think he makes it like a it. backup, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, somebody else is unable to go and but you then know he offhand, gets right now, right now he's fifth in the league yeah. in receiving yards. League. Behind, in the league behind Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans – Two from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll say, three. I'll say, should and, then and DJ, will. DJ Moore and then Amari Cooper. All five of those guys are DJ NFC. Yeah. yeah, DJ Moore's having a nice year. Well, yeah, all Moore's five of those, three of those Amari are Cooper. in the NFC South. None of those guys are beating <laughs> out Amari Cooper and in, in all that, like, yeah. like except for Michael Thomas. Except for Michael Thomas. So yeah, and it's because of Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. Which and that's that a helps. huge and part he, of it. He's a really good. Pl- he's good. No, he's he's had a really nice year. I think he makes it. I think he and and I don't have a problem with that, honestly. And you think he should? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Let's move on to uh, Dak Prescott. I think he. I think he will make it for sure because of all the stuff that'll end up happening. But I, I, I bet he gets voted in, anyways. Let's be clear about this. Right now, he is number one in the league in passing yards. And I know everybody still goes back to, you know, again, quarterback is the only position in the NFL where they track win-loss record or where people assign a win-loss record to a player. But all that being said, you look at just the overall stats and you're comparing him to other guys in the league, he's right up there near the very top with regards to, especially in the NFC, but right up there at the very top. You think about the other quarterbacks that are being mentioned as, as those Really great quarterbacks this season. They're all in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, you know? the one guy Except for sure is Russell Wilson. Yeah. But when you look at the other guys that are their teams are up there, you don't have to put Cousins in. You don't have to put Drew Brees in. He hasn't. He hasn't well, had a great year. If Brees had had a full season, I would say sure. But, but he, he has. He has. Right. Jimmy G. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what his stats look like. But they're I mean, very. They're similar. I mean, he's got a thousand fewer yards than Dak. Two fewer yards per attempt. I would say right now the three would go would be Russell, Dak, and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I and then one of those I mean I wouldn't like I would have a problem if you tried to name Dak first team all pro. And I mean Pro Bowl has I don't want to say it's hollow because I still yeah. think it's impressive, but it's just not as hard to make a Pro Bowl these days. You can make you yeah. can be the eighth quarterback in the league and get in. And and Dak has made the Pro Bowls on the strength of lesser seasons than this. Yeah. Like I mean I this is makes... yeah, I I don't have a problem with him being in either. I think Zeke Zeke next. I think Zeke. Yeah, that's exactly where I was gonna go. Ezekiel Elliott. Same thing. Same. I just I mean who who else? I mean, I know he's fifth in the league in rushing. Um in the NFC, obviously Christian McCaffrey, obviously Dalvin Cook. And that and that's it. After that, that's a really. I mean, everybody else is. I mean, Todd Gurley hasn't had an amazing season, and everybody else is kind of part of a timeshare situation. I mean, you start going down the list farther as far as yards Kamar would be there than where Zeke yeah. was. You got guys like Chris Carson. Uh, you got guys like hmm, that's a lot of AFC guys. 
Uh, you have to go all the way down the, to 15th. Aaron Jones, that's an interesting one because he has had, I think, a really good year. I don't know if you would say he's better. He's had a better year than Zeke, but he's had a really good year. He's got a lot of touchdowns Yeah, one way or another. I think 15 is his, is his number. He's been pretty good. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't. How do you really judge this thing when, you, as far as voting? Are you looking just uh, to the stats of well, the players? Well, there player? are two things. The fans vote based upon whatever they – I mean, it's a popularity contest right. in some respects. But then the the other parts of the vote are the players, and I'm sure the players aren't necessarily worrying as – yeah, and I don't, I don't think they're worried necessarily as much about stats as much as they are. When we played this guy, and he, I thought he killed was, us, and right? Really that, that'll be a big part of, I think, how Byron. players vote. Last year, yeah, go ahead. I just we were thinking the same thing. A, a good example of that, which surprised me, is that Byron Jones could get in without making a pick, uh, without getting interception. It's never mm-hmm. happened in Cowboys history, and and so that that just goes to show that it's not just stats. People are looking a little deeper. Than I that. think the the advent of you know everybody can watch all twenty two. Pro Football Focus is throwing out these grades every week. People yeah. are breaking down advanced metrics, and I do think people are paying more attention to just your baseline stats. But at the end of the day, that still carries a lot of weight. Yeah. So you know we, we mocked this segment to start with, and here we are. We got like six guys going. <laughs> I mean, on the at this point, we side. we've not. I don't no, think we've well, not said any of these guys no. shouldn't be going. Yeah. Right. Well, Keep now go to the offensive line, a perennial Pro Bowler, and Travis Frederick. Well, I wasn't going to throw his name out because I didn't think Travis that he was Frederick in play. Knight. But let's talk about no, it. He's, he's think... made what four Pro Bowls. He's not going to make it this year. Uh, nobody's made more Pro Bowls in Cowboys history than Jason Witten at eleven. You don't think there's a chance Travis makes it just because he's a Dallas Cowboy? There is a chance. I just don't think he would make it. I just I'm going to say no. I'm not because, sure because he did have a year removed, so yeah. somebody did have to replace him True. last year. I mean, and you got I just, Kelsey in Philadelphia. Easy. The guy, I mean, uh, the the rookie in New Orleans, McCoy's playing really well. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to dog Travis. I'm not convinced he's played at Witten's a Pro Bowl level. Yeah. No. yeah, I can see Witten making. It. I mean, I'm yeah. trying to think of the other tight ends in the NFC. But honestly, um, you got go ahead. no. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I was got. gonna say you definitely got Ertz. He's definitely gonna get in. I mean, if you're talking about name and and just because he's been so good the last several years, Nick is he like would be he the guy sucks that gets on my fingers. Nah, but he sorry. he would be the guy that would get the nod before. He I really think, didn't have a good, a good year at all. I, he did I, not. Right? I bet he's not. I don't even know if he's got more catches on his. On his own team, then Goddard. It seems like Goddard had more. Goddard, yeah, Goddard could be a consideration. Uh, what does this? What does this tell you, though? That answers the question that we I, were I, talking about earlier. For you know? all of for all of their warts, Dak has played some really bad games. The offensive line hasn't been on its level. We got like. Six Let me guys. throw something to you, though. But Nick. I don't think the offense is the main culprit in Zach Ertz problems this year. Leads the league in receptions. For tight ends. What? Yes. 79. Next closest guy, 75, Travis Kelsey. Mm. He just wasn't what, what we've been okay. accustomed to him okay. doing. Like, he's been putting up wide receiver-type fantasy numbers okay. in past years. This year, it's probably – same thing with Travis Kelsey. I had him in, in my league, and I was like, it's mm. kind of disappointing. But for a tight end, it's still, I think, probably are really good production. Spoiled by the fact that he literally set all the records right, last year. Right. Um, but you got guys like George Kittle and, yeah, and Zach Gertz, and, and these guys are going to get in. Uh, even a guy like Austin Hooper probably gets in before Jason. But I will tell you this, Jason Witten right now is seventh in the league, in the league, in receptions among tight ends. And what is he in the NFC? In the NFC, that would be one, two, three. He'd be fourth. Two offensive linemen, the quarterback, the running back, and Amari. I think that's 
That's fair. On the on offensive offense. side. That sounds the defense. All right, let's start talking about the defense. <laughs> no, let's start talking about the defense. Uh, let's start with Tank. There's just so Neither. many guys that have more sacks. I don't think either. It's not even close. And now he's made it with less sacks but this year. I mean, no, I don't think and so. I d- and I think he has, he has played better than a lot of people want to give him credit for. Still not convinced that means Pro Bowl. Robert Quinn. He can't. He can't. Oh, make it. I forgot. Yeah, his because suspension, suspension was Correct. for performance enhancing drugs. So he's right. he's the one guy that I would really feel adamant about putting in the Pro Bowl, and he can't make it. So. All right, Jalen Smith. Neither. I, no, I'm sorry, Will. I'm sorry. I was about to say, Will. Will. I forgot the sure game. About, yeah, I forgot. Should the game. he? Will or should? Will or should? Is he? Probably. But I think I honestly no. think. I, I'll say he absolutely will make it to the Pro Bowl because he's leading the league in tackles. He is a Dallas Cowboy, and there's eight of them that get invited, and somebody's going to make the Super Bowl. Somebody's going to have a knee scope. Somebody's just not going to feel like doing it. And so even if he's not the league's first choice, eventually he'll make it. And here's another reason why he will, or he definitely could, is because – you know, you have to kind of jump in there and beat somebody out that's doing it for years. Well, one of the linebackers in his way was Leighton Vanderesh, and he's out for this year, you know, mm-hmm. to, to not make it in the Pro Bowl. So there's a spot available that was there last year. It, you know, it, it definitely could happen, but. You guys think he should? No. No, I don't think Even, he should. I mean, do, do the fans. Do we, I, know, I know that we've seen a lot of plays where we're like, man, that wasn't very good. But it is something to be leading the league in tackles. I mean that that is something, right? That actually that that kind of plays into what we were just saying about Byron, though. Like typically, you're yes, that is like the metric people have always used. But we have all of these avenues to tell us the real story now, you and know, it just it just you know doesn't what, mean as much. I cannot separate is. my feelings from just. I just can't separate how I feel towards him at this point. And, then, you know, what really, really bothers me is, one, the whole celebration thing. And I'm not talking about this past game, you know, where he did come back mm-hmm. and apologize. I'm not talking that specific You're moment. not talking about the end zone. You're talking about— I'm talking in general. Okay, I got you. General, you know, where the defense is not necessarily performing well and the Cowboys are not necessarily— winning the game at that point and then you make it play and he's like whoa let me swipe or let me join somebody else's celebration that bothers me so much and it shouldn't but it really does and it just it makes me not necessarily dislike him but when i look at him playing the way that he does it makes me be more critical of him you know that makes sense mm -hmm. Shout out to Brian Broadus. I think today is his birthday, right? Happy birthday. It is Brian. yes. Brian's birthday. Happy and, birthday, uh, buddy. He um, would have T-shirts. He had T-shirts. He had a lot of sayings. He had a T-shirt that said F-F-O-F-L. Finish first or finish last. Yeah, finish first or finish last or something like that. And this is the year you would wear that shirt. Yeah, no doubt. Okay? Because they are fighting for their lives. And I think people have a problem with, you know, this is the biggest game of the year right now. I mean, you you got to hang on. And on Wednesday before the game, you've got a guy saying, hey, don't forget to vote for me for the Pro Bowl. If it's his account, if he runs it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, you know, if, if somebody is the ghostwriter of his account, which is definitely could happen with him, I just think that that's a bad look. It's tone deaf is what it, it is. It is. And it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not aware of, of – and, and then if he wasn't aware, then just look at the comments underneath. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. It didn't go well. So – 
anyways, I, I mean, I think I have a problem with that. That's what she's saying as, as well. But as you know, do you know what the record is for most tackles in a season for a Cowboy? No. Nope. Oh gosh, probably like one eighty something. Yeah, on... Eugene Lockhart, two hundred and twenty-two tackles wow. in nineteen eighty-nine. They were two hundred what? Two twenty-two. Oh, they went wow. one in fifteen that year. Somebody had to tackle. Somebody ta- made tackles on a, on a bad team. And you probably get a lot more opportunities to worse the team. And that's, right? that's my... Yeah. Does, All I'm saying, is in lead, I mean, leading the league. Does anybody remember... Do you even remember the name of the tight end that went 40 yards on the screen in Chicago? I already forgot his name. Uh-uh. The, mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, though, right? Yeah. Well, somebody got credit for that tackle. Is that good? Yeah. Is that, I mean, is that an impressive thing? No. I mean... There's something to be said for making tackles. But you'd rather see tackles for a loss. Now, that's the not kind of all, stat that you'd want to see. Yeah. They'll tell you a lot more. Not all right? tackles are created equal. Right. Um, but I do think the popularity of the Cowboys and the stats and the fact that a lot of guys bow out means he'll probably make it, if I had to guess. And, and, and let's also be clear about tackles. The, you know, the NFL does their own set, and the Cowboys, I mean, the other teams do theirs. So he's got 141 total tackles. I bet you the NFL – List is is less than that. Like That's the, yeah, actually, the discrepancy between team stats and league stats is crazy because I'm ESPN credits him with 120 right now. Yeah, exactly, and right now that actually puts him second. On the, I'm on the NFL's website, and right now the NFL has him second, tied for second. The guys ahead of him, both NFC guys, Mike Martinez and Bobby Wagner, Jordan with Hicks Green Bay too. and Seattle, and then Jordan oh, Hicks is tied, tied with him at 120. So there are guys in the NFC who have as many, if not more, tackles than him, and you would probably argue that those guys are probably having better seasons as well Yeah, without of, some of the negative plays that he's had. One of those guys is going to need bicep surgery and one of those guys is going to make it to the Super Bowl, yep. et cetera. Yep. So. And if Jalen gets the call, I mean, he's in. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay, one other guy real quick, uh, Byron Jones. Should, will. You know what? I think Byron is having a really nice season, and it's not fair, but like he, he rode the momentum of that win streak last year to the Pro Bowl, yep. and it was like, well— Look how well their defense is playing. And a big part of that is because this guy's locking down his side of the field and they're not even looking over there. But it doesn't feel as important when you're not winning games or playing well. Right. And so, like, he was probably better last year. He was better last year, but he's still playing well. But it just kind of gets shoved aside when you're not winning games. Sounds like an alternate to me. You think? And yeah, then again, no. if somebody's hurt, somebody, no. whatever, then maybe he squeaks in. I just think there's a difference between, like, well, he doesn't have any picks, but look, like he's locking it down for this number five defense for a team that's eleven and five. Did they go eleven and five last year or ten and six? Ten and, ten ten and six, six. Yeah. and they were the th- three seed in the playoffs. Four, four. seed. Four. Was it four? They yeah. were they were seen as like a hot team riding that wave going in the playoffs last year, and this year if they make it at all, they'll just be limping in. And I think stuff like that matters. I agree. So basically, they're going to probably have as many when this thing gets announced. They're probably going to have as many Pro Bowlers as wins. I've written that story before. Oh, they had five wins, they had five Pro Bowl. I mean, it'll happen like that. It'll be very close to whatever their win total is to the Pro Bowls. Nine Pro Bowls. We were at six to seven on this on this list. So it's going to be the same. It's going to be right there. And there are guys that that because of their name recognition could still make that jump. To be fair, I know he only has what four and a half, five and a half sacks, but again. Tank could see the same mm-hmm. thing happen for him, and he's been to the Pro Bowl enough to kind of have the name recognition. Yep. Cam Jordan could be in the Super Bowl. Daniil Hunter could be in the Super Bowl. Like again, 
you kind of winnow the, the list gets narrowed down as guys drop out yep. for various reasons. Yep. All right, we're going to take our final break. We'll come back and we're going to get into the Rams. Dave's going to tell us about their defense. We'll also take some calls in the final segment. You can call us at 888-855-2297. This is a break. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce grab. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation tumblers at OtterBox.com. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this... the SeatGeek app and let's go. SeatGeek. Hey Cowboys Nation, this season when the Cowboys win, you get to experience the sweet taste of victory because if the Cowboys win, the next day Duncan is offering a free medium hot or iced coffee. So don't just celebrate the Cowboys success from the sidelines, head to Duncan and treat yourself to real victory because this season Cowboys fans aren't only winning on game day, they're winning the next day too with a free medium coffee. Cowboys Nation runs on Duncan. Excludes cold brew. Limit one per guest. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Back to the break. Welcome back. Final segment of the break live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. Nick. Uh, don't miss a chance to take a photo with Santa at the Star. It's holiday season. Now through December 24th, you can go to the fan theme set on Fans United at the Star. You also have to pick up some gear there along the way. Visit thestarinfrisco.com slash Santa for some scheduling details. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. We want to do that. Oh, we got that. We got the thing. We got a work thing tomorrow. But that actually might be a good time to do it anyway. We could just run through there. It shouldn't take long. You can actually get an appointment. I'm here for it. We need to take that photo. Are you going to be around tomorrow? Have we done the Rams defense yet? Nope. No. What we're we doing here? We're about to. Well, we're also fine. scheduling Come our down. picture. Come on, that Nick. Pro get, in the, get in the freaking... Oh, Spirit okay. of the holiday, I was man. Just, I'm all confused on our scheduling, on our uh, breaks here. I guess Pro Bowl took up a lot of time there, a lot more than we thought. If my mentions <laughs> are any indication of our listenership, they'd rather we talk about coaching searches than the Rams defense anyway. I just don't think that's right with it's the guy not, in the building. It's like, not. I just have it's a not, problem with that. It, no, you're right. You're it's absolutely not, right. It's not right. I'm just saying. <sighs> Please, if anybody's just chomping at the bit to hear this Rams defensive preview, tweet me because I bet you don't exist. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I am. Okay. I want to know, you know about what? The Rams And we're defense. professionals, yeah. damn it. Yeah. And that's We do why our jobs no we, matter what. Exactly. Yeah. We come to work. We bring our lunch pail every day. Yeah. The Rams are good at defense, and they've only gotten better since they traded for Jalen Ramsey. That'll make you better. Only time will tell if it was smart. Honestly, I still don't think it was. Cause why? 
They gave up two first round picks, and they yeah. they have not signed him yet. Yeah, he they he's not obligated to stay with them. I mean, they can tag him, but yeah. when's he up this year? Yes, at the end. Of er, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19. So he's got he's got an option year left. Fifth year, yeah. yeah. So I got this year plus another year yeah. before it's they've just, got to tag It's him a lot whatever. to give up for a guy that you immediately have to pay, much like Amari Cooper. But they gave up even more. Right. Uh, and But he is right up there with the very best cornerbacks in the league. It's just scary. And the Cowboys are going to have to face this problem, too. Once you start paying these guys, it's no longer like – it's no longer a fun little luxury that you draft well. You have to. Like, you have to draft well once you start paying these contracts. So I'm fascinated to see how the Rams do it. But for now, they have a lot of talent on their defense. Aaron Donald, you know all about him. Jalen Ramsey, you know all about him. Eric Weddle is there. Um, still a good player, obviously training toward the downside of his career. They kind of... You know, I don't want to overhype him as as Bruce Smith, but Dante Fowler, they've kind of resurrected his career. Mm-hmm. They got him from Jacksonville as well. Disappointment of a top five pick. Clay Matthews, name after name after name. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, not all of them are on that level. Like Clay Matthews isn't who he was in Green Bay. Uh, and then a fun name that you probably remember from draft season, which is Taylor Rapp. Um, fun stat that I pulled off of Twitter. Taylor Rapp and Jalen Ramsey joined the starting lineup uh, the same week, week seven. Since that happened, the Rams are allowing 15 points per game, which is right up at the top of the league, and they're actually leading the sack, uh, leading the season, leading the league in sacks since then. They've got 43 on the season, 30 since week seven, which is very good. Um, and Ramsey is a huge part of that. Rapp is a big part of that too. It's it's pretty classic Wade Phillips, in my opinion. Like you've got, you know, he loves cornerbacks that he can just stick out there. He won a Super Bowl with Tlaib and Chris Harris, and and Ramsey's right in that lane too. And actually, Troy Hill, who's playing opposite Ramsey now that Marcus Peters is gone, he's doing his job really well too. And and it allows the Rams to just kind of freelance. Donald is doing his thing, and Rap is a really sorry. I know you're gonna, but one more thing, Rap yeah, is he's. He's basically freelancing as a little bit of a rover, do-everything guy. He's got 40 tackles, a pick, three tackles for loss, and five pass breakups, and he's only been starting since week seven. Sounds like something the Cowboys could use. Oh, no, no doubt. Well, I wanted to throw out, too, uh, you mentioned these two guys, Dante Fowler and Clay Matthews, right now. Guess how many sacks those two guys have? Just take a wild guess. Honestly, I don't even know off the top of my head. Nine and eight. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you and you got Aaron Donald to deal with in the middle. If you want to, like they get after the quarterback. If you want some basic math, they're averaging four sacks per game since Ramsey came on board. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to overstate it, but yeah, like when you have a guy that can take away the field like that, it frees everybody's responsibilities up. So yeah. they have three guys over eight, eleven, nine, eight. Is that their top three? Uh, yeah, I don't know what uh, what Donald has. He 11. has eleven. Okay, yeah. So they have nine and eight. Fowler has nine. Clay Matthews has eight. That's the top three. Yeah. Cowboys have nine and a half, five and four. Yeah. That's incredible. Like Donald, that's down production for Donald. And that's yeah. more yeah. than. But the, but he gets like double team, triple team. Of course. And, and the guys are the taking guys advantage of it. That's exactly right. That's it, why. It's, yeah. It looks very, it looks very similar to what we saw in the playoffs. Like technically, I mean, it's a three, four defense, but that's misleading because, you know, they can, ha- they'll put as many as five guys on the line. Like Brockers. 
Donald and then their nose tackle um, guy by the name of Sebastian Joseph Day. Like they're down all the time, but then Fowler will come up to the line. Matthews will come up to the line. So it's very amoeba like. Uh, Rap plays down with the linebackers a lot. So it's it's very multiple, which I mean that that sounds like Wade Phillips to me. It's, it's you know I think you know Garrett Garrett said it this morning. He was like, you know they don't they haven't really changed what they're doing. They're just doing it at a much higher level with Jalen Ramsey. Um, he, you know I would assume he's going to follow Cooper a decent amount. It seems like they had him follow DK Metcalf a lot last week. Um, I how, think, how concerned okay. are you that that Amari will have to to deal with Jalen? Because yeah. I think back to the, the 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 Saints game, and I think part of the reason why the Cowboys, maybe a big part of the reason why the Cowboys offensively really couldn't get anything going, was because Amari was basically taken out of that game. Um, and I think Jalen has the same ability. Jalen Ramsey has the same ability. How much are you guys are concerned that that will happen? And it will. Uh, the Cowboys haven't really shown a propensity when they don't get him involved. They haven't shown a propensity to be as good offensively. I think, you know, that caller called us yesterday about, like, just getting the ball to Amari, and I think we sort of disagreed with him. But this is a game where making him a priority could pay off. Because, and obviously Jalen Ramsey's super good, but DK Metcalf had six catches for 80 yards in this game. And, and that's the thing is, like, it's not it, – you know, he's not going to the house. He's not burning you deep. But – I think Ramsey's willing to give that stuff up. It's like, you know, you can run your 10-yard curls all day. I'm not going to give up the big play on you. Like, again, Metcalf had a decent day, but he didn't kill the Rams' defense. And I think I think there's some willingness to give there, just like, you know, make your make your 12-yard gains all you want, but I'm not going to let you kill me. And so, but if you make it a concerted effort to get Amari the ball, maybe by pure volume, you can make a difference. But what does concern me about that scenario is Ramsey's the kind of guy that'll make you pay if you make a mistake. And if Dak isn't pinpoint accurate, I'm yeah, talking yeah. he's off just a bit. Or on time. Those those times this year when we've seen him make a throw where the defender had hit his hands and dropped, fell down, that ain't Ramsey. If it is his hands, it's probably going the other way, and there's a chance it might go to the house. So he's that kind of athlete and that kind of cornerback. That's the part that concerns me a little bit. It's a combination of both. He's going to be getting pressure the whole all throughout the game right. with all those defensive guys. So add him feeling that kind of pressure and then him being able to throw precise, I, I, I just don't see this going down very well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. No, it definitely that definitely concerns me. I think if if I had to rank all the concerns that you could have going into this game, that probably be right up there is maybe my top concern going into this game yeah. for the Cowboys. It's a lethal combination, you know, of the, of, of the two of the, just like she said, the Donald and those guys up there because you got to get the ball out quick. And Jalen Ramsey is good enough where he's not going to get beat quick, so he's going to be right there. And so it, it's going to take Amari Cooper running some great routes, and, and they have to scheme some guys open. Dak's accuracy, but his timing too. Like there have been so many instances mm-hmm. where he found a guy late, and that enabled the cornerback to break up the ball, etc. You know, he's he's gotten away with a few potential interceptions, and you can't count on getting away with it against Jalen Ramsey. So it's going to have to be precise on timing and accuracy. And we know this Rams defense can stop the run. You know, talking about the Pro Bowl, Corey Littleton, who is like not a household name by any stretch, he's right up there at the top of the league in terms of tackles as well. He's got like 115. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like, I mean, Taylor Rapp, 
the the solidness of the coverage on the outside. Like he freelances. And you see that, that means, great play from him last week where he just basically diagnosed the play before it got going, shot through the gap, and got the guy a tackle for a loss. Just, that's the kind of stuff you don't regularly see from the safeties here. I hate to knee jerk and you know draft picks are about multiple years, but Taylor Rapp and Juan Thornhill are both kicking ass, and it's a bummer. To watch. <laughs> One of the things that, that can certainly help you against a defense like this that seems to be very aggressive, especially getting after the rush, uh, the passer, um, is misdirection, screens, those kinds of things. How, how, how much do you think the Cowboys will be willing to do those? Because we've seen them in some games have a little bit of success. They haven't had sustained success doing those kinds of things, but to me it's because they don't really stick to it. You think that they could maybe stick to – keeping them off balance by doing a lot of those things that take advantage of an over-aggressive defense. Yeah. Well, they keep saying they're, this is under their control. They control the situation. They control their own destiny, and they're still writing this story. So I guess it's up to them to really think, are they really willing to switch things around at this point of the season, or are you going to stick to what you've been doing and clearly not working? So... It, it is up to them to where do they want to go? What do they want to do? But I don't, the Cowboys, see, when we talk about the pressure that Dak is going to be feeling, Dak is the kind of quarterback that he can't get rid of the ball that quickly. It takes him time to digest what is going on on the field. Maybe not because of his own doing, but other guys maybe trying to get where they need to. What? Do you think it's he can't or do you think he doesn't? Because I, I'll, I'll make the argument, I think in a lot of instances, Dak is his own worst enemy in that regard, not because he's processing and taking too long process. I think sometimes he is waiting. He is waiting for something to come open rather than taking what's available to him. And that gets him into trouble. Yeah. Well, either way, it Uh still gives you the same result, which is it's not it just it takes him way too long. So I think that if they add different elements that allows him to make throws short throws, not long throws, and find those guys closer and just take it little by little and then slowly get into the end zone, I think that's going to help the Cowboys big time and hopefully allow the mistakes and lower down the mistakes and not allow him to throw those kinds of interceptions or get the ball away. And like Zeke and Witten, they can be dropping the ball, creating those kind of mistakes that we've seen before because the Rams, they're going to take advantage of it. They're going to get that ball and get it back. So I'm curious to see how the Cowboys manage to come up with different types of plays to help him them in this game. Well, we will see. Go ahead. Real quick, which shouts out to Derek who threw this at me on Twitter, which massive oversight. Lyle Collins I think deserves to make the Pro Bowl. Oh, wow, I missed that. I, know. I didn't even think Which, about that. I think yeah. that's an interesting. It goes back to our point, though, is it's hard to make the Pro Bowl for the first time. Like right. you got to get. People don't think about. You got to get there the first time, and then it just kind of <laughs> snowballs. Yeah. And I remember we had that conversation with Des. We had it with Tyron. It sounds stupid in retrospect, but at one point it was like, "Is he going to make it this year? Like he's played really well. I wonder. Like I hope this is the year for Lyle. Like I mean, he should. If he's somebody the best of everybody on the offensive line. Uh, he's right um, among the whole offense I think he's had the best season and yeah that would I mean again the Pro Bowl doesn't mean what it used to maybe but that would be cool for him definitely go Tigers All right, we appreciate you guys joining us we are back tomorrow we're going to wrap this thing up for you and let you know who we think I'm not sure your mic's working to be honest with you it's right. is it 
I pressed it. Uh, there you go. There you go. Okay. We're going to be back tomorrow. We're yeah. going to tell you what we think as far as who's going to win this game on Sunday. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleton. This has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?